Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. And this is your girl, Tracy Brown. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. And this is your girl. This is your girl, Tracy Brown. And you have joined me here on the Tracy Brown Show. Welcome to the show, and this is your girl, Tracy Brown, and I am excited. When I say I'm excited, I'm excited because I have one of my favorite people. See, really, he's my favorite person, but, you know, I can't really let him know all of that. But I'm excited tonight because we are entering to that season of giving, and as long as we're giving, we need to make sure that we're doing right with our bodies, that we're eating right, that we're exercising, that we're doing all the good things that will make sure that we are entering into 2017 correctly because simply I heard the way that you end is the way that you begin. So that's why we're trying to get these healthy tips, healthy recipes, know what needs to go in our body, know what we need not to put in our body, and that's why I'm excited because the healing chef has decided to take just a few moments of his time and join me here on the Tracy Brown Show. So guess what? Right after this commercial break, So we're going to be back with the Healing Chef, so make sure that you grab your pen and your pads. Welcome back to the show, and once again, it is me, your girl, Tracy Brown, and you have joined me on the Tracy Brown Show. I am excited, as I said before, we went to commercial break, simply because of who our guest is tonight. And if you follow me on Facebook, or even if you follow him, you know him as the Healing Chef. That's right, the Healing Chef. He not only has... Um, recipes for your soul, but he got a word for your heart also. So, Healing Chef, are you on the line tonight? Yes, I am. Hey, Tracy, how are you tonight? 
I am fine, I am fine, and I am fine. And I know you heard before I went to commercial break that you are among one of my favorite people. And and, and, and I wouldn't tell you, but my favorite, favorite person happens to be your better half. I love you both to death. So I am just honored that you took a few minutes out of your time to join me here on the show tonight. So we're going to dive right in. But before we dive right in, you know, I have to ask this question for my listening audience. How did mm-hmm. the healing chef, the, the name of the healing chef, come about? Can you give us the history on that? Wow, that's an excellent question. You know, several years ago, I was ailing myself in my body and going through a lot of things with arthritis and some other things that I didn't even know what was going on. And by being a chef all of my life, I started looking into foods and trying to figure out what is this all about with, you know, the vitamins and the nutrients and food and what causes this and what causes that? You know, you've heard mom and them talking about garlic and different things over the years that would heal certain things, and I wanted to find out how true it really was. So I started doing my research based off of the knowledge that I knew from being a chef, and I started finding out that foods really do heal your body. And I decided, my wife and I decided to put up The Healing Chef online, and it wasn't called The Healing Chef at that time. We were thinking, or not thinking, we were playing around with some other names. And uh, one of our good friends, and I've got to put her out there because she's been such a blessing to me, Carol Sankar, many of you may know her. And she said to me one night, she said, you know what, I'm hearing that you're supposed to be called The Healing Chef. And from that day, that name, it just stuck with me. It rang a bell, and we started the, the Healing Chef Facebook page. Now we're on all the social medias and just rocking and rolling with it, and that's how it came about. Wow, that's, and that, that is great. So listening audience, be sure to go to the group page, The Healing Chef. And guess what? If you are among the first two people, I got a gift for you. I, I got a gift for you, but and I'll know because the Healing Chef is going to let me know who the first two people are. So if you have not joined that page, you need to join that page. You need to go there right now because, see, it's going to be a wealth of information tonight, and I know that you are just going to try to bombard him later on today, tonight, the eve, whatever time it is, but that you're going to try to bombard him. So go to the Healing Chef, the, the group page on Facebook. And make sure that you ask to join. So, healing chef. Here, here's another question. I got maybe mm-hmm. two more. The the next one is, what is your favorite vegetable and why? Wow, great question. My favorite vegetable all time, I have to say, is probably and one most people wouldn't think asparagus. When I was wow. growing I up. Yeah, I I didn't like asparagus. It has a very strong flavor, and it's something you kind of have to grow into. But by being a chef all of my life, many restaurants I cooked in and hotels and whatnot, they always have asparagus on the menu. And I would used to try this asparagus. I put cheese on it. I put everything in the world you could think of on it until I started adapting a taste for it. And now I love, just love asparagus. I've even tried to grow it in my garden. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I'm glad you gave me the leeway into that. Listening audience, if you 
get on the page or if you're already on the page, you've got to go check out the pictures of the garden. See, I'd I be really wanting to join up there because I'd be seeing, like, collard greens and, and I think squash and cucumbers and tomatoes, everything that it takes to make a delicious salad. So how many years have you actually been planting your garden? Well, actually, we started, my wife and I, three years ago. This um, this was the third summer that just passed, 2016, that we planted. And we had never done it before. We had always talked about how some of the vegetables in the grocery store were not as healthy as they needed to be. And when we moved and bought our new home, we had a pretty sizable backyard. We said, you know what, let's start the garden. And we did it. And each year it has grown more and more and more, and I am so happy with it. That's my therapy all summer long. That's where you find me, in the garden, growing food, harvesting food, and coming in the house just taking pictures and so happy with what God is doing with us. It's just a wonderful thing. Wow. Yeah, because it looks delicious. It always looks delicious. Okay, my last question before... Before we get started, before we get started, mm-hmm. my last question. My other question is, what's the best spice to use on your food? If you're not a, a really a, you know, a spice user, what's the best spice that you really can't go wrong with if you put it on any food? Well, maybe. Let, let's pick vegetables, maybe. You know, what's the best spice for the vegetables, maybe? Yeah. Well, I'm not going healthy here. I'm going with what suits many different dishes, and to me that would be a seasonal or a seasoned salt um, because you can use it on a variety of things. You can put it on vegetables. You can put it on meats. You can put it on pastas. You can season just, I, well, I guess that's why they gave it the name seasonal because <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It seasons everything. Um, it's not the healthiest seasoning in the world, but if you're careful with it and use it in, uh, you know, moderate portions, you can pretty much season just about anything that you cook as long as it's not sweet. Wow. Okay, and this is my, well, you know, I said one more, but some of the seasoned oil, oils uh, are more saltier than others. So what brand would you recommend? Well, pretty much, and this is because we, I guess I grew up old school, Mama and them did it. Lowry's is one of one of my favorites, I guess, and it's probably because the taste buds are kind of used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not really into the ones that have a whole lot of salt content in them. I want more flavor than I do salt. Right, 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 right. Well, you know what? That's all my interview questions for tonight, just joking. And I want to really turn the floor over to you because you I know you have a wealth of information, and I'm going to have some more questions. So I yield the floor to you, and we are ready to take notes. Well, thank you so much. As I'm talking, I want all the listeners to know I am looking at the Healing Chef Facebook group page as I speak. So anyone who may want to join or is thinking about the page, come on, because I'm looking for you while I'm talking. With that said, excuse me, I want to start out with talking about the time of year that we're in right now. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas and New Year's and what that means for us with food. You know, as Americans, we like to eat. And I'm not saying other cultures don't eat, but I know us. We like to eat. And during the Christmas season, 
a lot of Americans get caught up in what's called mindless eating. What is mindless eating? Well, I'm glad you asked. Mindless eating is eating just because it's there. Mindless eating is eating after I just had a big two-plate meal and I'm sitting on the phone for a half hour with my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whoever it is, and I'm still nibbling on something else. Mindless eating is when I know my stomach is full, but I just have to stuff down some dessert while I'm looking at that TV show. And we're just jamming our stomachs packed full of food. We don't need to. We've got to get away from mindless eating. And then what happens is we gain a few pounds, New Year's comes around, then we set a resolution for (laughs) New Year's to lose the weight. Yeah, okay. Um, And then, you know, we fool ourselves into saying, well, I'm going to do this diet, do that diet, I'm going to run nine miles a day and all these other things that we tell ourselves and we never do them. Well, the best way to control that is to not do it from the beginning. Cut out the mindless eating over the holidays. I know it's tempting, folks. The holidays, everybody's cooking all of these good things that you haven't had but once or twice a year. You know, there's abundance of food around. It smells good when you're walking somebody, even your own house. It smells good when you walk in your own house. But we've got to control ourselves a little bit better. And the reason I say that is because the healing chef has been built on facts, not just he say, she say. And we deal with facts every day. And in America, we've got to understand something. We are the sickest and the fattest nation in the world. We are the sickest. I want you all to hear me clearly. The sickest and the fattest nation in the world. When I say fat, I'm talking about the size of people. We have more obese people than anywhere in the world. And then on top of that, we have one of the worst healthcare systems out there. So we're getting fatter and sicker and bigger and less healthy, and none of us are being taken care of properly the way we should be with health care. So with that said, we've got to remember, you know, this alarming crisis I'm talking about that's looming over this nation, um, we have to address it. And the government is not going to do it for you. We've got to do this for ourselves. We've got to understand what we should eat, how we should eat it, how to prepare it, um, how often, how, how much of it, all of these things. We need to learn, start learning the nutrients that are in certain foods, and all of these things will help us control our diets a little bit better. One thing that we've got to understand, we have arthritis, we've got cancer, we've got oh, my goodness, heart disease, um, people going through thyroid problems. You have people that have lack of energy nowadays, then obesity by itself. All of these things um, with a ton of others are a direct result of our diets. Now, a lot of doctors are not going to tell you that. You want to know why? Because there's more money in sick people than there is in well people. I'm not saying your doctor wants you to die, but that's what they do for a living. They make money having prescriptions and popping, giving you pills to pop and running you back and forth to their office, you know, two or three times a month. That's how they survive. They get paid off of that, whether it's you paying cash or whether it's through insurance. So if you stay sick, they have a job. If we get well, They don't have jobs anymore. We've got to understand that. And there is a way to get well. 
there is a way to feel better. Um, I'd like to tell you a, a real quick story. You know, there was a young lady who came on The Healing Chef about three or four years ago, and I believe she was in stage two of breast cancer. And mm. this is just a witness to what can be done. And she talked to us for a while, and she let my wife and I both know that she refused to have chemotherapy. She didn't want to go back and forth to the doctors. If it was her time to go, she just wanted God to let her, you know, do what she had to do with her family and then take her on home. But she said, in the meantime, what can I do, Healing Chef, to feel better? We researched exactly what was going on with her for a couple of days. We called this young lady back, and we told her about a fruit called soursop. Soursop is grown nowhere here in the United States. It's grown in tropical climates, and it's a tree. It's a fruit that grows on a tree in these tropical countries. Well, the fruit from those trees 10 times, but 10,000 times more powerful than chemotherapy. It's because of the vitamin C that's in it. There's so much vitamin C in this fruit called soursop, it actually combats against the cells that cause cancer to grow in your body. She started, she found the juice in the grocery store because it's hard to find the fruit here in America. She got the juice and started drinking it. And after a couple of months, she went back to the doctor. And this young lady, it's been three, uh, three or four years. I can't remember exactly now. She's been cancer-free ever since. That is a true wow. testimony of what food can do. Foods can heal your body. I want you all to hear me clearly. Um, I am an, an example of that. You know, I had arthritis very bad. I, I said that's how we started the Healing Chef because I was going through some things. I started eating fresh cherry and pineapple because of the vitamins and nutrients that are in them after doing some research. And I, I won't lie and say it's completely gone, but I can do now more at 54 years old because of my joints and my ligaments feeling better than I could do when I was 35. I can play basketball again. I lift weights almost every day. You know, I exercise, run on my treadmill. I do a lot of things now that I couldn't do 20 years ago because the arthritis had me beat down so bad. I just, all I could do was go to work. And when I came home from work, I just laid in the bed. I had to literally walk around my house on a chair that had coasters on the bottom because I couldn't walk standing up straight. Now I have no back problems or very little back problems. My knees feel a lot better. I have pain every now and then, but I can function now, and it's due to eating healthier. Now, other foods, yes, I do, and I'm glad you all asked. I will not sit up here and tell you a lie. On Christmas, will I be sitting drinking eggnog and eating cookies and slices of cake and all the other things that the rest of the world is doing? Yes, I will, but it's all about moderation. We've got to put more water in our bodies than we put soda. We've got to put more fresh vegetables in our body than we put red meat. We've got to put more salad than we put pasta. We've got to understand the portionings of what we're putting inside of us because a lot of that stuff was not made for us to consume. And although we do it, and we can still live, but you have a lesser of a quality of life when you eat more of the wrong things than you do the good things. I hope this information helps somebody so far. It has, and we'll be right back after this commercial break with some more good information. Amen.
Starting your own business is an exciting experience. You have the ability to be your own boss, set your schedule, and make a living doing what you love. However, entrepreneurship also comes with a lot of challenges. Many entrepreneurs fail before they launch their business by not knowing how to set up their business correctly. Every player needs a coach, and every business needs a startup strategist. Don't get frustrated trying to navigate through the paperwork. Let our professional staff get you started. Schedule your discovery call today by visiting our website at www.thestartuhp.com or calling 240-786-8089. Wow, welcome back to the show, and I am your host, Tracy Brown, and I am being joined by the Healing Chef. And I don't even remember the word, but I am guilty of being that kind of eater, and um, I, I need to not, I need not to do that. I need not to do that. So that was some good information right there, Healing Chef, to let us know what, what type of eater was that again? It's Just called mindless any kind eating. Of eating. <laughs> mindless eating. Mind, and I know a lot of us are guilty of that. I try not to eat after 7 o'clock. Like I have some almonds around, and I'm always, like, throwing the almonds. And sooner or later I look, and I was like, wow, that bag is gone. I ate too many almonds in one day. Mindless eating, people. We have to get – we can't do that. Need help with that. Okay, so so tell us some more because I, my page is full of notes. My <laughs> page is full of notes. More water and more vegetables is where we left off. More water and more vegetables, definitely. Vegetables and water both are God-given foods for our bodies. We've got to get back to God. Now, for those who follow Christ and are Christian, you know, I am a Christian man. I'm also a pastor. So I believe what the Word of God says for my life. And the Bible teaches us that God in, in the garden created just what it says, a garden. Adam and Eve to eat from Well in that garden were fruits And vegetables and, and Herbs and nuts and those sorts of things Well They have every nutrient In those foods To sustain our body And our problem is we're going More towards the processed foods That have preservatives and Chemical pesticides and All sorts of things food coloring And dyes in them these things were Not made for our consumption so to eat a processed food, you're putting something in your body that's not supposed to be in there. And if you go with what God has already created for us, you'd fare to do a lot better with your body. Also, I want to mention something about the grocery stores. And many of you who have heard me speak before may uh, have heard this, that I talk about the perimeter of the grocery store a lot. This is so important, family, because when you go in the grocery store, if you stand at the door and look around when you first go in, if you notice something, most of, if not all, of your fresh foods, whether it be the seafood department, the fresh vegetables, uh, your bakery where they're baking fresh breads, all of those are around the perimeter of the grocery store. We get ourselves in trouble with unhealthy foods and the unhealthy choices when we start going up and down the aisles. Up and down the aisles, you're going to find canned goods and boxed goods. This is where we start getting into all the preservatives and all the different things that are in these foods that were not made for our consumption. 
Now, with the perimeter, you can still find some things that are not necessarily all the way healthy, but you do a lot better on the perimeter because it's usually fresh foods or frozen foods as opposed to something that's in a can or in a box, and your body will thank you for that. And it takes a lot more to cook the fresh foods, so you know you're doing something better because you have to be a cook now. You have to be a chef. you got to go back to the days where Grandma and Mama and them were in the kitchen all day long preparing these nice, healthy meals that kept us going all these years. See, we're in a microwave generation now. Everybody wants instant, so we go get hamburger helper because you put some fresh ground beef in it, you think you're eating healthy. Yeah, but what's in the box is no good. We go get mm. vegetables in the can. Well, I ate some broccoli or I ate some string beans or I ate some cauliflower today. Yeah, but it was in the can. It was full of salt, sodium, I should say. It was full of sodium. It was full of preservatives and a whole bunch of other things. We've got to stay away from those things. And while we're talking about the grocery store, let me talk about <laughs> this milk thing. And this is this is going to really blow a lot of people. <laughs> My wife and I, have been doing a lot of studying lately, uh, over the, when I say lately, over the last couple of years, about this thing we drink called milk. I want you all to know that many major studies have been done by some very prominent people in this country um, and around the world, actually. And come to find out, did you know that milk was not made or created for our consumption? It was not yeah. made. For man, just like a goat produces milk, goat's milk is for their babies. Cow's milk is for their babies. Your mama's milk was for her babies. Did y'all catch that? God knew what he was mm-hmm. doing when he created people and the animals. Each reproduced of their own kind, and he gave the mother's the nutrients for those babies. See, this is where a lot of our children over the last 30 years or so have grown up to be giants, and we want to know where does we call them big bone. Oh, she's so big bone, he big bone, he going to be a football player. No, that's because we're putting too many hormones. The cow hormones that are in that milk is going into our bodies, and we are growing at outrageous sizes that we're wow. not supposed to be growing at because we're getting cow hormones in our body. Your mama's hormones was the milk you were supposed to have. They have something called almond milk. They have organic milks. They have other things that we can drink if you want to put it on your cereal. You have to, and you can cook with them. We, we don't even buy regular milk in my house anymore. That's all we drink is almond milk. They have different flavors. They have the sweet ones. They have the regular ones. They have um, vanilla flavored. They have different flavors. And almond milk is not the only one. I can't think of all the names of the different kinds right now. But you need to look into not drinking cow's milk. It is not healthy for our bodies over the long run. Many, many studies have shown this over the years. So, wow, that 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 that's just, you know what? I I drink almond milk and I've been stopped drinking the regular milk. But you just dropped us a couple of diamond jewels and some nuggets all at the same time because I'm quite sure that many of the audience listening audience drink milk and then they try to um figure that they drink the two percent or the one percent that you know mm-hmm. is still not that cow's milk as you put it. 
I, I just love almond milk. And wow, I mean, that's just, that was deep right there. That totally was deep. And it's just, you know, I'm glad that you're on the show tonight because we talk about so much about what we eat and how we cook. And, you know, we know that the fresh vegetables are better because it takes a little longer to cook. You know, you got to wash and clean them and all that other stuff. But in the canned vegetables, like you said, we're a microwave type of generation and we want something quick. In there lies plenty of sodium. I mean, I, I look at that and I was like, wow, you know, I'm getting a whole bunch of sodium in my body. So I, I just had to interject right there because the milk thing just blew my mind. That's right. That's right. And if you think about the milk, Tracy, it really makes a lot of sense because with the children that are growing up and, you know, a lot of children, what do children do on Saturday morning? If no other day of the week, first thing they do, mom and daddy still sleep. They get up, they grab a box of cereal, they grab a gallon of milk out of the refrigerator, a bowl, a spoon, and the TV remote, and they sit and look at cartoons and eat because they're not allowed to turn the stove on. Some of them don't know how to cook yet, so what do they eat? Cereal and milk. Later on in life, these children start having, um, well, they gain a lot of weight. Let me put it that way. And it's these hormones. We should not be putting that much in our bodies. Again, I, I talk about moderation a lot, but with milk, we're not supposed to be drinking that at all. That was made for cows. It doesn't harm you in a sense that it will kill you, but it harms you in a way where the insides of your bodies are growing and doing things that they wouldn't normally do over a long period of time, like 30 or 40 years. And it takes scientists and nutritionists 30 or 40 years to figure these things out. So some of us have already gotten sick or passed on before they figure it out. Wow. So we, we really need to pay attention to that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Christmas foods because I know we, we're limited on time and there's a lot of people that want to hear about Christmas. My first suggestion, and I know most people know this, but we don't always think about it when we're eating. If you want to eat healthier for Christmas, um, if you're having chur- um, turkey, hmm. how about turkey? If you're having turkey or chicken, the very first thing you want to do is pull that skin off. Now, most people cook chicken and turkey with the skin on, and some people actually eat it. But if you are on a diet, if you're trying to cut some of the calories away, um, that's the first thing that you want to do to make your bird a little bit healthier. Um, there's not a whole lot you can do to it to change the meat because the meat is what it is. So you can't really make it healthier or less healthier except for taking that skin off. The other part of it is watching how you prepare it. Quite naturally, a lot of people are into the deep fried turkeys now and fried chicken. Oh, we've been eating fried chicken for years. But we all know fried foods are more damaging than any other food out here. We want to lessen that by not eating as many fried foods. Um, If you want to enhance your Christmas menu, I guess is the best way to put it, um, I would suggest looking up things like healthy hams. I put one on the Healing Chef page uh, not too long ago today, and all it has on it is Dijon mustard and orange marmalade. You rub them and put it on your ham, and when you bake your ham, you bake it into the ham. And instead of putting sugar, you know, a lot of people put brown sugar and all these other things on it Mm -hmm. and different kind of syrups on it. 
You don't want that. You don't want that. Sweet potato, that's one that everybody does, because if you don't have a sweet potato pie, you're going to have a sweet potato casserole or just cut up sweet potatoes like my mother used to make and put the marshmallows on top and put them in the oven. But there's a way to make those that they're a little better for you. Like my mother put milk in them when she made a pie. Let me use the pie, for instance. If you're going to make a, a, a sweet potato pie, don't put regular milk. Use the milk we were just talking about, the um, um, well, the almond milk. I'm sorry, trying to think of the word I want to say. Use the almond milk. If you're getting your sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes are already healthy for you. But use organic sweet potatoes if you can find some. You know, use things like organic sugar. You don't have to use real sugar. We, we do not buy re- uh, white sugar in my house anymore. We use organic eggs if we can get them. We use organic sugar. Um, all of these things, every little step you, you, you make to make your dish healthier is that much better for your body. Pie crust. Stop getting the, the white pie crust. That's what I call them, white pie crust. Get a whole wheat pie crust. Find something. Do a graham cracker pie crust. Find something to go away from doing the traditional unhealthy things, and it will make your dishes a whole lot better. And that's just for sweet potatoes right there. Um, again, fresh fruits. Now, this is real important here, family. Fresh fruits. I posted uh, little Santas made out of strawberries, so you could do something decorative uh, on the Hill and Chef page if you would like, and you can follow that. But even if you don't do the little Santa thing, more fresh vegetables. Instead of making all these pies and cakes and cookies, how about just doing a mix, a bowl of mixed fruit? Or if you only like one fruit, get that one fruit and cut it up and eat that. Fresh fruit, mind you, not in a can. Um, we want to do more things like that. The reason you want the fresh fruits is because they're full of fiber. They're full of the nutrients that you need. You ever remember mom and them saying back in the day, an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Well, let me tell you something about that apple a day. That is so definitely true. It may not be an apple that you want every single day, but let me tell you what apples do. Apples lower your cholesterol. Apples help with breast cancer, colon cancer, lung cancer. They help prevent that because of the nutrients that are in apples. And with all the fiber that are in apples, apples are one of the most fiber-rich foods that we have or fiber-rich fruits mm-hmm. that we have. We all know what fiber does to our bodies. It helps clean you out. So if you're eating fiber-rich foods, any ailment that's in your body, any free radicals that may be floating around inside of your system, apples with that fiber are helping push that out. That's why they said it keeps the doctor away, because if we're not eating apples or anything that's fiber-rich, then we tend to have to call the doctor just a little bit more often. So there's something to say about those things that mom and them used to say, We just have to understand why. And I want to share this other thing with you all that I really, really like. And I'm going to say it quick because I hear music coming. Coconut milk or coconut oil. I'll talk about it when we come back. You've got to get on the coconut oil. All right, all right, all right. We heard the healing chef and the coconut oil. Meet us right back here after the break. Who do you know with less than perfect credit? 
Our services at Behind Your Dollar will help you to remove inaccurate, erroneous, and obsolete information in your credit file, including bankruptcies, foreclosures, student loans, late payments, charge-offs, public records, collections, judgments, repossessions, tax liens, short sales, and medical bills. See results in as little as 45 to 60 days with a money-back guarantee. Call today, 240-753-6002. Welcome back to the show. It, it is me, your girl, Tracy Brown, and I am joined here today by the Healing Chef. And we were talking about Mama Them. We know how Mama Them used to talk about, you know, the apple a day to keep the doctor away. But I'm telling you, it is so much, you know, I didn't even know that pie crust came in wheat. I just always thought it was white. I'm just a little bit, you know, I need to eat some more fresh vegetables and some more fruit. But, you know, I, I'm going to let you talk about the coconut milk, but I need to come back because I need to ask you something about, you know, the organic stuff. So you go ahead and explain to us about the coconut milk. Not a problem. Um and it's actually the coconut oil that I want to focus on. We've got coconut oil, mm. coconut milk, and coconut water. All of them are good, but the coconut oil seems to be the most concentrated and the best uh, beneficial-wise for our bodies because it does so many different things. Coconut oil, and since we're talking about nutrition here, I want to talk about our bodies and the inside mostly, but coconut oil is and we buy this and I don't know the name of it. My wife um usually buys it, but um it is so powerful. We use it for smoothies, we mix it in uh yogurt, we put it in all sorts of things and it is tremendously good. It helps with digestion. Before I started uh ingesting the uh coconut oil, I had a problem with um uh indigestion. And now, well, acid reflux, let me call it what it is, acid reflux. And we all know about that. You get that burning in your chest when you lay down at night. And since we've been doing coconut oil, which has been a couple of years now, I don't have a problem with that anymore at all. I can even eat spaghetti and tomato sauce products late at night sometimes and lay down on it or a fried pork chop, <laughs> and it doesn't bother me. Before the coconut oil, those things would bother me. Um it strengthens your immune system. It helps heal infections. You know, coconut oil is just powerful. And not only does it do those things inside of your body, it's good for your hair. You've seen the hair products out here that have coconut oil in them. Um, it helps heal uh, things on your body like psoriasis and, uh, you know, all the, the eczema and all those different things. I don't know the names, the technical names for all the things that go on on, on on the skin, but it helps heal all of that stuff. It helps with dandruff in your hair. Coconut oil is the bomb, family. You need to get some, keep it in the house, and use it for many different things, especially those smoothies. Start making smoothies. You want to make them taste good? Get yourself a bunch of kale, greens, and um spinach and things like that, all those greens that have the nutrients that your body needs. Now, when you put them in your blender or you put them in your uh, whatever you chop them up with, it's not going to taste the way you want. So if you use that coconut oil that has a slight sweet flavor to it, you're helping change the flavor. So now you're getting the nutrients you need 
and you're getting a good flavor smoothie all at the same time, and you're doing your fa- your body a wonderful favor. Wow, wow. So that means that I need to get rid of the olive oil and use the coconut oil. That means no. that the, the no, kale no, no, no. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Don't, don't get rid of your, your your olive oil. Still use your olive oil, but we can use them for different reasons. Olive oil is great for cooking. It's one of the healthiest oils that we have. But it depends oh, okay. on what you're, yeah, it depends on what you're preparing. Olive oil is still great. Don't get rid of your olive oil, but add the coconut oil to your list. Okay, I'll do that because I use olive oil for everything. I don't even use the regular oil. So I will add the coconut oil, especially since I know that it won't t- make the, the kale and the and the collard greens taste so bitter when, in my smoothie. I, I'm hoping that it tastes a little better in the smoothie because, you know, I love smoothies and I love the fresh, you know, the fresh greens in there, but it's, it's kind of like hard to drink because it's so bitter. But what I wanted right. to ask you about the Healing Shelf is simply, I, you know, I hear about this organic thing, and when I think about the organic thing, I really need to understand it, and maybe I'm just the only one that, you know, needs an aha moment because when I think of organic, to me it means that they, they put the thing to they putting the vegetable together like they're pumping stuff into the vegetable to make it unhealthy. But we we talk about the you know we need to purchase the organic stuff. So can you help me understand what it really means? Organic really means. Yes, I can. And organic is. Let me see the best way to put this. Organic is something, is a food, um, and we're talking specifically about food. Now, you can use the word organic with many other um, subjects, but when talking about food, organic means it is, it is whole. It is what it is. Like an apple, an organic apple has no other parts to it. It has no pesticides. It was grown naturally. It doesn't have any chemicals on it. It, do, it wasn't sprayed to keep the bugs away. If, if they... Um, use some type of fertilizer, it was an organic fertilizer, like a lot of of farmers use uh, manure, because cow manure is what? Nothing but hay. All they eat is grass and hay all the time, and they will spread that around their uh, properties to deter animals from their crops, and the the crops grow up without any pesticides, any chemicals on them. Um, There's no steroids or no hormones or anything like that put in the food, and that's what causes it to be organic. They're grown naturally, just the seed and the dirt that it was grown in with no type of chemicals or fertilizers at all, and that's what makes your foods organic. Wow. Okay. Because that thing, that organic word was kind of like scaring me. I go in there and I know that it costs more, so I'm like, okay, well, why should I really spend more for this and it's this? And so I, I really just needed to understand what it meant when they were talking about the organic. So thank you so much. Thank you so well, much. And you've been... You know, you know the uh-huh. funny part about that, um, Tracy, is that organic foods are the way we should be anyway. That's the way it has been from day one all the way until now. But somewhere along the way, they changed the game and they started making the unhealthy foods and made us think that that was the regular way to eat, and that was not the regular way to eat. That's why we're so sick now. And so now they charge more for the organic foods and make you think you're getting something special, and really you're getting what you're supposed to have in the first place. 
Wow, wow, that 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 that's that's some now make us think one way, and you know charges more for the way that we should be receiving the food anyway. But I'm still on the milk thing because see when when the babies leave the hospital and they they just you know once they wing them off of the regular canned milk, then they tell you to give them the whole milk, and now I'm understanding why some of our kids are just healthy, healthier than others. Let me put it like that. It's just that's just mm-hmm. been um. That's just that I'm, my my page is full and and I'm excited. So I'm gonna let you continue on because I I can take up the rest of the time. And once again, everybody listening, audience, if you are hearing and are under the sound of my voice, make sure that you go to the Healing Chef group page. That's right. There are tons of inform tons of information on there. Some great recipes. I've been on there checking, you know, just checking off what I like. You know, once again, I just need you to go to that page because the first two people that go to that page. And click like, and, and, and the Healing Chef lets me know, guess what? You win a prize. All you got to do is go click the page, and you're, you're really the one that's benefiting because it is some good information, some healthy information that's on there. So once again, it's the Healing Chef page. Go ahead, Healing Chef. Back to you. I, I just want to let you know, Tracy, if nobody else clicks, I'm going to be the first one. So I want that prize. <laughs> you want the prize? Okay, all right, all right, no problem. I want the prize. I'm going to join. <laughs> no, um, but there's so much more information we can get into with this thing. You know, I want to talk about water for a minute. Um, it is very hard for a lot of us to consume the amount of water that we need every day. For the average man, it should be about three liters a day, and for the average female, it should be about two liters a day. Now, if you're you're an exercise buff or if you sweat a lot or if you spend a lot of time outside in the sun, uh, you know, during the summer months, you may want to increase that by one liter per day, depending on if you're male or female. Problem with that is three or four liters of water per day can consume a lot of your time and your space in your stomach. It'll have you running all day long. So if you want to do better at drinking water, make it more pleasurable for yourself. Do what we call infused waters. And if anyone has never made infused waters before, they are so delicious. You have to get used to uh, uh, doing them. A lot of people make infused waters and they add sugars to them because they're so used to drinking sugary drinks. We don't add the sugar, though. Infused waters is waters that sit for minimum of about six hours with fresh herbs, vegetables, and fruits in them. The water takes on the flavor of whatever you put in it. I like doing orange basil. The flavor of orange and basil together sitting in your water, and when it gets ice cold, it is one of the most refreshing drinks you can ever have. Uh, my wife does cinnamon apple. Uh, we also do one of the best detox drinks that you can make with water is lemon, uh, okay, lemon cucumber and mint. And it doesn't matter what kind of mint. We grow all three in our – we grow three or four. Yeah, we grow three different kinds of mint in our gardens, spearmint, peppermint, and apple mint. Sometimes we mix all three mints and put it in with the cucumber and the lemon, and it detoxes your body. It gets all the free radicals out of your bloodstream. It just refreshes you, and the fiber that's in it, 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 it cleans you out. It is such a refreshing drink, and it tastes good, and you don't have to sit and just drink plain, bland water all the time. So that's a great way to get a lot of nutrients in your body and get your water content at the same time. So 
I think that's wow. a good place for a lot of people to start. I don't want wow. to talk we too much. If you got a question, let me know. Oh, no, you know, I have a question because I was going to ask you for those of us that really need to, the health kick start before the new year you know, really so that we can begin to be ready when the new year comes in. I don't want to wait to the new year to start um, trying to eat healthier and, and eat right. I need to do it now because a lot of times, like you say, we want to wait until we're overweight or we want to wait until it's that big special mm-hmm. event that we got to come to So we because we can't fit into those jeans that we used to fit into a couple of months ago. Now they kind of like tight around the waist and we want to do this, lose this weight really quickly. But, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you're, you're telling us about the detox. One, one of the listeners had a question about the salsa water. What, what do you know about that? What, what do you know about that? Actually, I've never really had – I don't do salsa water at all. I've never drank it my entire life, and I've never really had a, um, a reason to look into it. From what I know, most people use that for, what, drinks, alcoholic beverages, and things like that, which I don't do. So I don't really know much about that, um, except for the fact it is water, though. So I'm quite mm-hmm. sure that it has um, some type of uh, health benefits, and I'm not sure exactly what they are, but I can tell you this much. Seltzer water... Like I said, it's usually used, it's, it's bubbly, we all know that, and it's usually used mm-hmm. to make drinks. And Okay. I don't, I, I don't know of any vitamins or nutrients that are actually in it, so I don't want to deceive anybody and say the wrong thing, but um, I'm, that's a good question. I'm going to look that up myself and find out. All right, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. It's me, Tracy Brown, and I wanted to take this moment to invite you to follow me on social media. Simply follow me at I am Tracy Brown on Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, and yes, Twitter. Once again, it's me, your girl, Tracy Brown from the Tracy Brown Show. Let's get connected. Welcome back to the show, and I am your host, Tracy Brown, and I am super excited, still excited, have a couple of pages of notes, because we have been joined here to today by the healing chef and once again I I suggest that you go to his page because there are some awesome recipes on there the healing chef go to the page and we were talking we had a question come up about salsa water but guess what guess what healing chef just because you you just earn yourself a, a spot for next month's show. I, I don't know what day. We'll talk about it offline, and we can come back and talk about the salsa water then and, and just find out a little more about that because, like you, um, I, I always know that that was kind of like with mixed drinks. I don't drink that too much. I always hear about the alkaline water. I mean, I don't know if uh-huh. you know about that, but that's the type of water that I hear about. I don't hear about that salsa water because that's usually at the bar, and I'm not at the bar. So, <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, I'm that, not at that's the bar. Exactly so I don't know. Why I don't know. Yeah, but I will definitely look into that. I do want to say before the time runs out that what we like to say all the time at the Healing Chef is, "Eat to live, live to eat." 
Too many people are living to eat. They wake up, first thing on their mind is, what can I stuff in my mouth to make my belly feel good? Eating is not about making your belly feel good. Eating is about putting the nutrients in your body to cause you to be able to function on a high level every day. And for those of us who have high-pressure jobs or for those of us who are in ministry, uh, we know it takes a lot of energy to do what we have to do. Um, and if you're on the battlefield for the Lord, you can't be, or for your job, you cannot be out of shape, uh, tired, overweight, uh, pain in your knees, because you've got to move. You know, when the boss says do something, it's time to go do it. When God says do something, it's time to go do it. And we've got to be ready. So we want to learn to eat to live and not live to eat. You know, that's what I love about the healing chef. Not only does he keep us healthy-wise, he always gives us a word for our soul. See, that's the type of healing chef that you need. You need one that cares about you all the way around, inside and out. See, we've been joined here by him this evening of the healing chef, and he had dropped some nuggets from being able to learn what can help our body with the detox process, letting us know that we need to eat fresh vegetables. We need to drink a lot of water, and we need to eat a lot of vegetables, and we need to stay away from that that, that milk. We need to drink the almond milk. And he's right because I have some chocolate almond milk in my refrigerator right now. It's not me because I don't like chocolate. My, my better half likes chocolate a lot, but it's just been, you know, kind of unique to find out about the milk and stuff. So let me let me ask you this, Healing Chef. Is there a cookbook on the way? There is a cookbook on the way. I can't give you a time limit on it because it hasn't even been finished being written yet. Um, but as the progress comes along, we will be posting and giving people information on that. Um, as you all know, we are on Healing Chef on Facebook, a fan page and a group page. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on you name it, Twitter. You name it, we're there. So just look us up, and um, information will be there accordingly as things happen. Wow, I am excited. I will be the first one to get a book, and I want mine autographed. So just a little, you know, a little oh, autograph. Yeah. I'm, you know, a little autograph book there because. I, I just go and stroll down through your page, and there is a wealth of information. And we haven't even talked about the vitamins, and the, we, we haven't even hit that yet. And that's a whole nother show because along with that, you always blow my mind with the things that you, you know, the vitamins and the different things and how they affect our body. And I'm just always amazed. I'm always amazed by that. So what what's one good thing, and this is kind of like, you know, they're going to say, no, she didn't ask this question. You know, from us mature women, mature women, we, we kind of deal with them hot flash things, you know what I mean? So what, off the top of your head, do you know what's a good vitamin or a, a good, you know, something good to use that will help that? Or maybe it's even some food that could help, some some vegetables or spices or something. I don't know. From experience of watching my wife and my daughter, I do know <laughs> that they do, <laughs> and I have to answer it that way because I don't know uh, firsthand, <laughs> um, but liver cleanses, they go and get the all-natural, um, organic, some type, and I don't know the names of them. I don't really pay that much attention to uh, right. those type of products, but I do know they do liver cleanses because whatever 
It helps flush out of your liver. It does a wonder for the body, uh, for, for, for you young ladies. So I would suggest that, and that is where I'm going to leave that. <laughs> well, you know, I you thought it was one of them the off the wall questions. Now, yeah, you know, I didn't want to get you in trouble. But this is the other thing. One question before I begin to wrap up and shout out all your information again. Now, how often should we detox? How often should we detox? Well, that's a great question. Um, if you're doing a full body detox where you're doing your liver, your colon, you know, just everything. Um, I would say at least uh, every three months or quarterly, okay. every four months, maybe. Okay. Um, okay. Things like just a, a colon cleanse, you can, you know, take colon cleanses, or if you're doing it naturally by eating a lot of apples, but it would take a lot of apples to do a total cleanse. Um, I would do that uh, maybe every two months, and you would do it for okay. maybe eight, eight or ten days at a time to make sure you really get your system clean. But, uh, yeah, we do need to do these things regularly, regularly, though, because when we start putting the good stuff in, we want to make sure we get all the bad stuff out because you're not going to feel any better unless the bad stuff is gone. Wow. that That's truly, that's true. So guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's right. Make sure you go to the Healing Chef page. You know, I need him to at least to get 10 to 20 followers from the show, the Healing Chef page. He has given us a wealth of information. And guess what? He's going to be back on the Tracy Brown Show because I simply, simply, simply know now, um, Healing Chef, what's your motto again? Eat to live, that we don't live to eat. All right, eat to live, don't live to eat. And once again, you have joined me here on the Tracy Brown Show. And guess what? We'll be right back here next week. Same time, same place. Amen. Right.